Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is the Bruce Report, number two of six. If you are new, um, 2020. Two, I decided that um, as my mom was uh, was dying, that 2023 needed to be about joy because it was clearly going to have a bunch of pain in it, and that needed to be balanced with joy. And luckily, my favorite of favorites, Bruce Springsteen, is on tour, so I was like, "All right, 2023 top priority needs to be <laughs> getting to as much Bruce as I can possibly afford um, for joy." And Then I was like, wouldn't it be ridiculous if I made a Bruce report every time I saw Bruce? And the answer is, it's not ridiculous. It's happening because it's my goddamn podcast. And uh, because if I'm willing to share like my grief and the hard parts and the difficult parts and the parts that are just slog, there's this other side of it, which is here is pure joy. Here is pure joy. Here are some observations. Here are some things that I'm learning because let's be honest, I'm always learning no matter where I go and no matter what I do. It doesn't matter. It's just a mode and I can't really turn it off unless I get like, like really high, really drunk, really, like it's a, it's extreme measures that take me outside of, um, always learning. And so this Bruce report, I was completely sober. It was an hour and a half drive there, hour and a half drive home, um, this is the Newark, New Jersey show that probably gave Springsteen COVID. Never mind, nothing. Okay, so here we are. Let me set some let me set the stage for you. We have a three hour show. Three hours. The man is 73 years old. Three hours of just ridiculous levels of over-the-top gorgeousness and loveliness. And like Every note, every song, I think um, the contrast between, I'm going to contrast, compare and contrast, it's happening. Um, The Philly show, Philly has a very different energy than New Jersey. Philly's energy is very clean, very straightforward, um, and very obedient, I will say, that Bruce didn't have to give any pushback to the crowd in Philly. Like, we were like, we're here, we love you, we've expressed our love, it's very clean and clear. New Jersey is like a rowdy brother pushing you around. The energy was really rowdy. Um, And not in a way where anybody felt like, okay, so speaking as a woman there by myself, 
never feeling unsafe, but rowdy, like, <laughs> like lots of yelling in between lots of like, it's supposed to be quiet and people are yelling like, I love you. And that sort of shit. Um, just rowdy. It was a good time. And, uh, Bruce in New Jersey is different, different. And by different, I mean, he's home. He's fucking home. And you, you are different when you're home than when you are away, which is both very obvious and very, very unique to experience. But I think this one, so this was on Friday. Today is Tuesday morning. So I've had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like I've had a solid 72 hours to let this whole thing digest. Here's what I want to like, it comes down to seeing giddy and gaslighting, right? Seeing giddy gaslighting. Here we go. A thing that I noticed was that in addition to, as reported in the first Bruce report, playing the harmonica, playing the guitar, singing, and um, uh, conducting about 20 people on stage in a sold-out arena, um, in addition to all of that, uh, there was a lot more seeing that happened this time, meaning that Bruce walked around... Um, and fans that held their hands up, that kind of thing. That's sort of, you know, the rock star thing. Everybody's got their hands up, um, clasping, just like making eye contact and clasping hands person by person, by person, by person, by person, by person. Right. Um, and that like, that was just really beautiful. I was like, oh, there's another element here that wasn't present in Philly. And I don't know if it's a New Jersey thing or just like a, he was having a better day. I don't know of, um, really touch, like, like touching people, just physical touching, um, really respectfully and really beautifully. He's not high-fiving. He is clasping your hand and making eye contact. And then he is clasping a hand and making eye contact. That, that, that presence, the seeing was so beautiful, just person by person by person, never losing attention for the crowd, never going all the way into just being with Beth in the front row or whatever, you know, <laughs> the duality of being able to see an individual while also managing an arena's worth of attention. But I'm right here with you. And I'm also here with these. I don't, yeah, I don't even know. I didn't look up the Prudential Center statistics. I'm going to say 15,000 people. So I'm with you. I'm with these 15,000 people. It's happening simultaneously. Truly extraordinary to watch. Now, I'm going to fangirl and I'm not even going to fucking try and hide it. So here's what happens. Seeing. Next we come to Giddy. Here's what happens. Uh, do you remember the great t- Ticketmaster debacle of um, 2022 when these tickets went on sale? Which was basically just um, dynamic pricing plus Bruce Springsteen equals everyone was upset with Ticketmaster. But Ticketmaster is a monopoly. That's just a fact. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's no alternative to Ticketmaster to distribute an arena's worth of tour for anybody, for Beyonce, for Taylor Swift, for anybody coming through, selling out arenas. No, it's not happening. You have to go through Ticketmaster. So I used, you remember, they're like, they give you a magical code and then you have to like go and fight in ticket battle with Ticketmaster to attempt to get a ticket that does not cost $6,000. That's not even an exaggeration. So I did it. I got the magical ticket for this, like the magical code to get first access for this one show. And for this one show, there's a general admission section, which is the mosh pit if it's not Bruce. 
Um, but if you're seeing like an alternative band, you know, and then there's seated, there's seating on the arena floor and then there's the arena seats themselves. Like if you were seeing a hockey game, you would be in the arena seats. They're circular around you. So I get floor, first row, center, seated, general admissions right in front of me. What I didn't plan on that was an excellent bonus is that what separates general admission from the first row of seating is a fucking walkway. Do you see where this is going? There's a walkway. Who would be walking during this show? Is it, oh, here it comes. So we are two more than two and a half hours into the show. It is fantastic. I have gotten lightheaded multiple times from screaming so hard. It's so fun. It's so fun because it's a massive sing-along and everyone like, and he's in New Jersey. So everyone knows the words so he can throw us the lyrics far more than he could if we were in like Tucson. Right. Um, so we're, we're singing along, we're completing songs, we're playing. It's really fun to be in a group of, in an arena full of people who are just singing together. Like, and we're all on the same side. I had this very specific thought that this many people together, like at a, let's say a hockey game, we're not all on the same side. Like it, we might, it might be a home game, but there are still people who are going to be pissed when our team scores or their team scores or whatever. This is an experience of all of us are together. We are all on the same side. Nobody go look at each other's bumper stickers on the way out for this moment in this space, in this container for these three hours, we are all on the same side and the side we are on is the side of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and it's good. So we get two and a half hours into the show. And all of a sudden, the security guy comes and makes everybody kind of, you know, we've been leaning against this giant barrier. And there's like, you know, drinks and phones on it. And the security guy comes to be like, yo, 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 clear, clear, clear it. And if you have ever seen Elf, when Elf does like, Santa's coming! Santa is coming! That is exactly exactly correct that is exactly the feeling the people in the back row of general admission and the front row of the seated area are now facing each other looking into each other's eyes with a ridiculous level of excitement like we might actually implode so the song is 10th avenue freeze out you don't give a fuck but i'm telling you um so bruce comes on to he, he comes he leaves the stage He's still got the mic so we can hear him, but we can't see him. He walks through, around. he walks around general admission, up onto the magical walkway between general admission and the front row. Ho, 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 ho. He's still singing. It's amazing. Here's what happens. The move that I made is that everyone has their phones out. Everybody is at maximum phone. Oh my God, Bruce Springsteen is two feet from my face. What I need is my phone. And I opted for full presence, full fucking presence. It's okay. This needs to live in my heart. I don't need video footage of this that I take at this time. Now, what that does if you are hypothetical, I'm going to assume if you are a rock star walking through a tunnel of people with phones aimed at you, the person who's not aiming a phone at you gets your attention, which is what happened. That, and um, so he's singing. He makes eye contact with me and his attention is out. I was not expecting that. He sees me. He melts like, like melts. Um, 
like goes really, really soft and smiles and is just the softest, kindest, points to me really sweetly, like I see you, and then continues with the song. The entire transaction takes, I don't don't know, it's like outside of time, but like maybe two, maybe two seconds, maybe two seconds. But I have gone to see Bruce Springsteen and he has seen me. And that is a very, very, very good thing, which we're three days later and I'm not screaming, but like, like, and so what happens is I like, I've noticed (laughs) he goes by and I am just like. I can't breathe. <laughs> I forgot to breathe. <laughs> so I'm like really lightheaded, like gasping for air because I'm trying to breathe. The guy next to me, I notice him taking a photo and I move out of the way and he's like, no, 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 like get in the photo. Oh, you are a fan who sees that I don't have a phone and you're trying to get a photo of me with Bruce. Thank you. And then he finishes the song, keeps on going, rounds out the set with like, two maybe three more songs the concert has finished beautiful giddy this is surprising to me um i don't call anyone or text anyone or check my telegram threads nothing nothing i don't talk to anyone on the way out i get in the car prepare for the hour and a half drive home to newark from newark to ambler and uh, i just start giggling like giggling Like, I was like, what is this? Oh my God, I'm giddy. And giddy is number one, one of my favorite feelings. But number two, I'd forgotten what giddy even feels like. Because nothing about COVID makes me giddy. And nothing about, (laughs) um, nothing about my mom dying has been, has made me giddy. Nothing about this like season of death that I've just been going through and going through and going through and like losing and losing and losing and losing and losing. Grief and giddiness don't really meet very often. So I'm just giddy and I'm just giggling and giggling. Like I'm like, and then I'm, and then the gaslighting begins of myself, which is number one, why are you so fucking giddy? You are such a fucking fangirl. And I was like, no, I am allowed to love what I love. And for, for life was actually for a fucking day better than I had imagined. How often does that happen? I went in there like, it's going to be a great show. And it was a great show. And Bruce Springsteen fucking saw me. Okay. And then I begin gaslighting. You know what? It wasn't that big of a deal. You know what? I will bet that you're exaggerating in your head how he reacted. I'll bet that you saw what you wanted to see. I'll bet it was amazing how quickly Giddy lasted for 15 minutes And then I started to gaslight myself into that didn't happen. What? 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 Like, it was like, it was so good that I couldn't take it in. So here's what happened. The next day, the guy who had taken the photos, who just volunteered in a non-creepy way to take, like, a photo, um, I had given him my number to text me. He didn't text that night. I was like, ah, I forgot about it. It's fine. The next morning, there's photo, photo, video, 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 photo, photo. And bonus, dude apologizes, like, uh, I'm sorry if I bumped into you too much with my wild dancing. It was like, number one, uh, you didn't bump into me that much. And number two, I was happy, like, you, like, it's happy, I'm happy to see joy. I'm happy to see people dancing. I'm happy to see people participating in a concert. Um, it hurts my heart a little bit when people sit at concerts. And if you sit and scroll, 
I don't even know why would you pay so much money to sit and scroll. Now, I didn't see anyone sitting and scrolling, but at every other concert I've been to that is not Bruce, I have seen that. So, I watch the videos, right? And then he sends just one last one. I don't even know this guy's name. I don't know. I never got it. Uh, He sends just one more. Here, we have video evidence of exactly what happened as it happened. And you can watch. There's Bruce. There's Bruce. There's Bruce. There's Bruce seeing me. You can watch him fucking melt. Collect himself and keep going. I have photographic evidence of what happens when Bruce Springsteen's energy meets mine. And it is darling. It's just darling. So fucking fantastic. I could not be more thrilled. And there's a part of me that's like, we're talking about two seconds. And there's a part of me that's like, yes, and. I don't care if it's two seconds. I got more out of the experience than most people. Because most people don't get Bruce's attention during a concert. Yes? Okay. I got as much concert as, or sorry, as much attention as could be given. Given that I am not a member of the band. (laughs) The only people that got more attention than me were a few other fans and people in the band. So here's what I notice when I get home that I am the total, the tide of like giddy beyond my imagination, better than I could have anticipated. Um, couldn't have been orchestrated better. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, and the quality of gaze is that here is a man who is fully present with you for as long as he can be before he moves on to the next person. And he is pure fucking joy as he does it. So for 24 whole hours, I walked around going, feeling like my batteries were full. Not like, oh, I'm not struggling. Not like I'm really trying. Not like maybe if I do some more practices and eat better. Like full, like glowing 100% full. And honestly, that hasn't happened since 2019. That sense of like my battery is completely and totally 100% full and I am just radiant with life (laughs) hasn't happened. So what happens when when you begin to have – when you have that juxtaposition between, oh, this is a full battery and that is the rest of my life is that sense of like I want to have a full battery all the time. And to have a full battery all the time is going to take other people. That in the season of death that I'm going through, which is, by the way, non-transferable. You don't have to fear that you're going to enter a season of death just because I am. Um, I feel the need to say that out loud because people get really weird around grief and really weird around death. Um. The next thing that needs to die is the independent woman. And what I mean by that is, let me, let me give you total context so that you don't think that I'm going to murder somebody, um, that 
the the good girl uh, and all of the good girl conditioning that we get that keeps you small, silent, compliant. The good girl can't have a good business. You you can't because the people pleasing and the boundarylessness and the inability to charge for your work and the inability to say no and the inability to draw boundaries and the inability to take time off. Good girls can't have good businesses. You must unlearn a whole bunch of shit before you can have a business as a woman. But then the, what, ha- what tends to happen is, yes, I've left good girl, but I can do it all by myself. And the more that I give up good girl, the more alone I feel because I don't have people to, because I'm independent womaning. I am doing it all by myself. Every bit, every step, every part, every project, every everything is all by myself. Now, I also happen to be an only child who grew up in the middle of nowhere. That's important because an only child that grows up in like a neighborhood has a neighborhood. Only child middle of nowhere, um, extremely quiet father, um, extremely independent family, meaning like, uh, we can take care of it. Like we we're very rural. Um, there's, there's a sense of like when, when people have lived in a place for, you know, more than a hundred years and it's a really rural place, there's that sense of like, we have to take care of this ourselves. And that's very real, Um, but that does something to you. So I have all of these factors that make me like independent woman, independent woman, independent woman, independent woman, independent woman. And the next thing that needs to happen in order to bring the innermost to life is for the independent woman to die (laughs) for me to say, um, and this, I know that I can't do this next thing by myself, but I, um, I would like ridiculous amounts of support like, and that's the thing that has to be sort of conjured, summoned, given a container and made real. And the way that ties back to Bruce is that Bruce is not up there by himself. There are 20, 20 plus people on stage, plus sound mixers, plus technicians, plus the people who tune all of the instruments, the people who carry the instruments, the people who drive the bus, the people who drive the planes, the people who do the TSA, the people who do security, the people who sell the water, the people who take the tickets, the people who are recording everything and the people who upload it, the people who handle the social media, the people, the people, the people, the people. I could name people for half an hour and still not be through all the people that it takes to have made my magical Bruce moment happen. It wasn't just Bruce. So I want to do really, really amazing things this year. And I want to do them in public. And I want to do them with the support of an incredible number of humans to fall back on, to lean on, to rely on. And I'm just telling you so that you know that the next thing to die is the independent woman. The one who can get whatever she wants, but she has to do it by herself in order to have it. No thank you. No thank you. So that's the next phase. And I've stopped pretending that, I'll, that I know exactly when the marketing is coming, exactly what's next, exactly, exactly, exactly. This is clearly beyond me, taking shape much more slowly than I would like because, remember the, l- the last few episodes, I should be further along by now, right? And the, the inner war is just do it all yourself and go as fast as you can, kelp. It's between that and 
actually take your time and get a bunch of people on board. It will be better in the end. And I have to trust B. I don't want to. I want to do it all by myself. I want to hold on to those patterns, do it all by myself, make it amazing all by myself. Just push and push and push and push and push and push and push. And I don't want to push anymore. I don't want to push anymore. I'm so tired of pushing that there has to be another way. And there has to be a way to do this work that I want to do so that it is both mine and held by a lot of others and mine and held by a lot of others. That's where I'm going. That's what's happening. So there we go. Seeing, giddy, gaslighting, (laughs) death of the independent woman. And just because I can, like just to rub it in, um, post this concert in particular, um, the state of New Jersey has declared September 23rd, Bruce Springsteen day, which is his birthday. So there you go. I'm not the only fan, (laughs) but I do consider myself a lucky fan. And, um, it is, uh, it's really, really, really deeply nourishing to me to experience excellence and, um, fun, just fun, just collective joy, collective joy with no politics, no malice, no TikTok, no binaries. Here is joy. There are songs. We are going to sing them. That is the joy. We're going to dance. We're going to shake our asses. We're going to scream, sing. We're going to rock around, roll around, bop our heads around, have a good time and walk away feeling better than when we walked in. That's magic. That's a dying breed. And that's what Bruce Springsteen brings to everybody at every concert that happens. Mm. So that was my fangirling. It's actually, um, it's actually more vulnerable to share the joy than it is to share the grief. Because the joy is so vulnerable. You can shit on it so easily. You're like, Bruce, fuck off. This is stupid. You're stupid. Like, um, and it isn't about, I don't need you to love Bruce. That's not, that's not it at all. I'm not trying to indoctrinate you in any way into loving Bruce. But I am, if I could, asking that you love what you love with as much as enthusiasm as I love Bruce. Whatever it is. It's knitting. It's, it's botany. It's architecture. It's environmentalism. It's, it's Beyonce. I don't give a fuck what you love. Um, but the, the joy of loving a thing can, you can so easily give it up. You can so easily, um, beat the giddiness right out of yourself internally. You can so easily gaslight yourself into that didn't happen. That's not important. Why do you care about that? I watched it happen within myself. Um, and instead let's move toward the joy, the goodness, the beauty, the collective joy, the excellence, the things worth fighting for, the aliveness. Let's refuse to fucking die inside before we're dead. Let's move through it together and let's do it really, 
really beautifully every step of the way. May you have an experience as magical as the boss meeting your eyes and melting this week. That is such a big wish that that's all I'm going to give you. (laughs) If I have the power to make that happen for everyone who listens, number one, you're welcome. And number two, please let me know. Please enjoy it. Whatever it is that you love, just may you love it and let that love come back to you tenfold. Thank you so much for listening. I will resume being wise and not talking about Bruce soon, but I'm not sorry. You're welcome. (laughs) This has been my joy and I will see you very, very soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Enjoy.